Drive Time Sports here on Extra Sports 1300. Saturday, you heard Justify become the 13th Triple Crown winner in the first since American Pharaoh in 2015. Joining us now to put everything in perspective is a uh, track announcer up at Arapahoe Park, and he also uh, does a lot of work for AT&T Sportsnet, Rocky Mountain, and Altitude Television. Find him on Twitter at JJ Horwitz. Jonathan Horwitz joins us, I, I believe, from Colorado. Although with this guy, you never know. Jonathan, how are you today, my friend? Doing great, and it's pretty amazing that we had such a long gap in Triple Crown winners from. Affirmed in 1978, uh, American Pharaoh in 2015, and then only a few years later we get Justify, and it's quite a remarkable moment for horse racing to have two amazing horses in our generation, American Pharaoh and Justify, and now we can talk about who had a better Triple Crown run and, and just what it's all going to mean for the future for the sport. Yeah, well, hold, hold your horses uh, there, ah, Jonathan. We'll get into we'll get into all that bad pun aside. So, do you think that ultimate? Because we were discussing this topic earlier uh, today, and and I think, and some of the texters I've texted today think that the fact that there was another Triple Crown winner so close to American Pharaoh is ultimately a good thing because it keeps horse racing at the top of the national consciousness. You don't think that there's any negative impact about having a Triple Crown winner so close to the last one, right? In the history of the Triple Crown, it's gone in waves. You had Citation winning in 1948, and then you didn't have another Triple Crown winner until Secretariat in 1973. And then you ended up having three Triple Crown winners in the 70s. Then we have none in the 80s, 90s, first decade of the 2000s, and now two of them back-to-back. So I just think it goes in waves. But it's the same series dating back all the way to when Sir Barton first won it in 1919, only 13 winners. So the fact that you have two back-to-back is similar to how it's been in history. But, I mean, it just it takes a special horse to win it, and thankfully we've had two special horses in a short amount of time do it when there were so many who couldn't. Who ran it better, American Pharaoh or Justify? I think Justify ran it better because of how dominant he was throughout the Triple Crown series, and I think his most impressive win was the Belmont. He made the lead. Jockey Mike Smith rode a great race, put him on a loose rein down the backstretch. He was very comfortable, and my favorite part of the race is halfway through the race uh, with about three-quarters of a mile to go. And Mike Smith kind of woke him up and checked how much was in the tank. And Justify opened up just a little bit, and then Mike Smith let him relax again because he knew what he'd have to go to if there were going to be challengers. And come to the top of the stretch, the other horses were laboring, and Justify still had more left. And we didn't see his full potential. Mike Smith kind of flashed the whip at him, kept him to pass. But he won in such a dominating fashion that – I think Justify's win in the Belmont was just a little bit more impressive than American Pharaoh's, and Justify finishes the Triple Crown undefeated. There's only been one other Triple Crown winner, Seattle Flew, to make it through the whole series undefeated. So I think we're looking at one of the all-time greats in Justify. Jonathan Horowitz uh, joining us to break down Justify's 
Triple Crown win. I saw a tweet uh, out this weekend that was, uh, I'm trying to remember which horse it was. Uh, it was in the, the 70s, but they were showing, oh, here it is right here, Secretariat. So it's like, it's kind of a funny tweet, but it says, Justify, I won the Triple Crown, Secretariat. That's cute, and it shows how far away from the rest of the field Secretariat was. Uh, when uh, he won his race, and and it's a funny tweet, and I get it, but I think it highlights kind of something that's a little bit unfair about Justify. I think Justify runs as fast as Justify needs to in order to win. Like, could he have blown away the field at these three races? I think he could have. I think he he realizes he realized, and Mike Smith realized that he they didn't have to push him that hard. Uh, in order to win. Wouldn't you agree? That's it exactly. So I'd like to, I mean, in a perfect world, I'd love to see Justify race for a few more years, see what he can do. But unfortunately, with horse racing, the business of it, the money's in the breeding shed. So at best, he'll only race a few more times and retire at the end of the year, like American Pharaoh did at the end of his Triple Crown year. And, and, the number that's been thrown around about what his breeding rights has been sold for is $75 million. So there's no way he'll ever come close to earning that amount on the track. So he's going to retire sort of like a, a flash in the pan, um, and, and I don't think we'll ever really know how good he could truly be because, like you said, he won the Triple Crown races with more in the tank, and I think he's kind of like an old-school type of horse, that really powerful style that... I'd like to see him run against some of the old Triple Crown horses, like a firm, like Seattle Sioux. I think he could be competitive. Secretariat, I mean, he's in a different league. Secretariat's the Michael Jordan, and it's kind of like Secretariat gets better every year. So no matter how good someone is, they'll never, ever be able to measure up to Secretariat. But, I mean, outside of that, I think Justify ran fantastically, and, and I'd love to see what he could potentially do because we still don't know. He only started racing in February and it was such a meteoric rise to the top for him. Jonathan Horowitz joining us on uh, Drive Time Sports. Uh, they came out, uh, I forget if it was Bafford or the owners or who it was, but they came out and said that Justify will race again. They will not uh, cash in on the, the reported $75 million that is his uh, stud fee. But uh, I'm curious, if they were to run only, only one more race, where would it be, and do you think they only run one more race? So they may run a couple. They may run two more, um, one more in the summer, and the ultimate goal would be the Breeders' Cup in right. the fall, and, and that would be kind of the, that would be the same way that American Pharaoh went out. But my kind of crazy idea is this. Justifies at the top, and if he loses, his reputation goes down a little, and, and frankly, I don't think he could go any higher, even if he did win a couple more races, including the Breeders' Cup in the United States. But the crazy idea I have was, look, he doesn't have to do anything more in the U.S. Why not give him one chance to go overseas and run in one of Europe's top races, like the Arc de Triomphe in France or, or uh, in a top race in England? And it would be completely different for him. It would be on the turf. It may even be in the other direction. And it would really be out of his league but he has so much potential that I think he could do that. I think he could run on turf. I think he could run a mile and a half again. Uh, and, and if he did win that race, 
then now he's one of the all-time greats worldwide. If he loses, I don't think it takes anything away from him just because he was doing something that was was out of his wheelhouse anyway. So, so that's what I would do. I mean, I don't think that that would happen. Uh, but, but I think if you know, if there's one race that the American public wants to see justify in, it will be in the Breeders' Cup to have him go back to Churchill Downs and finish on top against not just the three-year-old horses, but against older horses as well. Do you have any problem with the, with the way Restoring Hope uh, kind of ran interference, or it appeared that he kind of ran interference for Justify this Saturday? No, not at all. And, and actually, like, as soon as the race ended, my reaction was, wow, great tactic by the Baffert team. Now, they'll never admit it, kind of like a baseball manager will never admit it if, you know, they throw at somebody. Um, but, but I think definitely Restoring Hope was in there to be Justify's bodyguard. Because if you watch the race, from the beginning, Restoring Hope breaks very slowly, and he's rushed up to go to the lead, which doesn't really make sense in a mile-and-a-half race to, to use a horse that much. And then he goes up to the front, and, and I think that the tactic was, look, if anybody's going to go after Justify, because Justify had the target on his back, let him go, Restoring Hope will go with him, and he'll give Justify something to run at. But then when nobody went after justified and restoring hope back to his outside to keep you company so that if anyone was going to challenge justified they'd have to swing around both of them and then one of the horses who they thought would be a pressure to justify early on bravazo restoring hope kind of trapped him along the rail and i mean you see you know the jockey philanthropy he's got his he's got the horse's head cranked to the inside like look get inside don't let this other horse through now afterwards the jockey said Oh, the horse got away from me. He was tough to control. No, those were the tactics. The one race, and you see it in cycling, you see it in auto racing, and you're allowed to do it in in horse racing. You can question the sportsmanship of it, but the strategy's there, and they played it to perfection. The one wrinkle is that Restoring Hope is owned by a different owner who afterwards said, well, hold on, you know, what was that all about? But I think that was just sort of like, hey, thanks for taking one for the team. We'll get you back next time. Hmm. Um, you know that uh, we both had Justify, and then if you and I would have combined our wits, I had Gronkowski, you had Hofberg, uh, you know, for entertainment for entertainment purposes only, we fared pretty well on Saturday, Jonathan. Yeah, we did, but hey, it's, it's one thing to say that after the fact. Uh, we needed to do something about it on Saturday. <laughs> Oh, I I would I would have won so much money uh, throughout my entire life uh, with uh, the sports bets that I uh, make sure that I bring up that I didn't make that I should have made. Uh, but that's uh, that's a story for another day. Uh, Jonathan, always appreciate your uh, time. Uh, you can follow Jonathan on Twitter at JJ Horowitz. Make sure you head up to Arapahoe park sometime this summer they got races saturday sunday and jonathan just got done with some uh, an hour or so ago so uh arapahoe park if you'd like to check out the ponies in uh up close and personal and we'll uh see we'll try to track justify and see when we uh get to watch him race one more time or hopefully more than that jonathan always appreciate it bub we'll talk soon thank you i'll leave you with one last horse racing saying nobody ever bet enough on a winning horse. 
and that speaks to what you were just talking about. So hope to see you at, at the races, and uh, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, always my pleasure, Jonathan. The wise Jonathan Horwitz uh, joining us here on Drive Time Sports. Again, it's him and I together. I only got two of the three, and I believe I had Gronkowski third. So I'm holding my fingers really close together. You can't see me, but I am. 286-0046, last call for your text message interaction. 